Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Your House, My House podcast. I'm Madison. I'm Priscilla. And it's been a hot minute, but we are so excited um, to just sit down and chat with each other as we typically normally do and fill you all in where we have been the last few weeks, um, month. It's been, uh, what's I don't even know how to describe insane, insane, insane. the past month for both of us. It's been an adventure with highs and lows. Um, so Priscilla, what has been going on for you? How are you? How has the past month been? Happy July, by the way. Um, I'm excited to just hear how you are doing everything is going and all the things yes um and I'm really excited for all the things that I have to hear about from you because <laughs> some really big news a lot yes yeah um, but I just wanted to take a moment before I like catch people up on what's going on in my life to say thank you to our listeners who Absolutely. you know we've just kind of dropped off the face of the planet and that was yeah. necessary for our personal lives um but Absolutely. we are dedicated to trying to come to you every week and this is like mm-hmm. we said this is just has been an insane couple of weeks maybe even a month or more so like yeah Thank you for coming back to the podcast and listening to us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, My life has like the biggest thing that has happened since we last talked. And I just feel like you, there's no way to put this other than God's timing. Absolutely. Like, all the work that we've done, the fact that we were supposed to do a cleaning podcast and it turned into a detox podcast. Yes. Um, was just like prepping me for this diagnosis, I think. So absolutely 100%. Yeah. So I got a PCOS diagnosis, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um mm the basic way that I can try to explain it really simple because it is somewhat complex, but the simple things to understand is there is insulin resistance, um, whether that's genetic or whatever, um, or who knows, um, but there's insulin resistance in my body. So my body's producing extra insulin. So what's happening is it's affecting my understanding is it's affecting my liver because my liver is okay. supposed to create a hormone that binds testosterone in a woman's body. So my body has excess testosterone because it, the insulin and the liver are like in miscommunication. Yeah. Um, and that has led to me not having periods. Um, yeah. and probably, the weight gain that I have struggled with. Um, and now some of the other symptoms like unwanted body hair. I mean, <laughs> what is that really? <laughs> Women were shaving everything. Like, let's be honest. 
So what, what was your turning point to cause you to like go in and really figure it out? Was there some, something that happened that was, that you were just like this, something's wrong here. And then you went in or. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I, there was a turning point and I will share that, but like to say like what I should have probably, like I had gone to the doctor several times over the course of a couple of years. Um, and said, I'm, I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that. And they said, well, we'll put, like one time I was basically fat shamed. And then I was also told that like, it was basically that it was all in my head, which is insane. Um, but I was told that my depression and anxiety could be creating these physical sensations in my body. Maybe, but I was actually experiencing those things. Yeah. And so like I, that was probably like two years ago. So I went undiagnosed probably. Um, and I don't know that you're really going to get a diagnosis until like in the case of me where I had missed my period for three months. So um, that was, so that was kind of what was going on. You were missing your period for three months. Yes. So yes, I like, when I look back, I'm like, okay, so I started developing some like dark hairs, like by my belly button. Okay. Um, and like, I have darker, like lower leg hair, but then after yep. that it would get like light and blonde, but then it started getting darker. And I just thought maybe this is aging. Sure. Right. And then I got a, and then I have like a little bit, <laughs> this is TMI. Oh, no. Oh my God. We're about to, we're about to delve into it all. We're diving yeah. in. Yes. Like a little bit of that upper lip, like um mustache hair you know that mm-hmm. I've been like relatively religious about like making sure I take care of it it's yeah. very subtle I'm lucky because I'm blonde um but then um within like this last month I developed like one dark hair on my chin oh really yeah and that so that can be caused from PCOS I didn't know that it's the testosterone that's really interesting that's so crazy because I mean, you think about it, like what absolutely right, absolutely what triggers like men to like develop facial hair and stuff like that. That's testosterone, and so that's I've always felt that I've had just high testosterone as a person. It's always been like my yep. body itself, like it's always been very easy for me to um, like put on muscle. Like I feel like within a week, it's like yeah. I, so anyway, that was really interesting. Um, and I didn't know actually like last year when me and maybe it was last year, maybe it was it, not even a year. Maybe it was in the yeah. fall, maybe like six months ago, Mary, um, or we were, yes, yes, yes. Mary and me were talking. Were you there when she was talking about how she was getting these tests? She was going to get, weren't they like hormone something with the hormones? Yeah, she was, and she was the estrogen and the, yes, I was there for this. We had this conversation. And I said, and I think it was last fall. I think I literally said, I don't have that problem. I have high testosterone. Testosterone. Like, you did say that. that. I knew that. Oh my God, so, you did. I've known that, I guess, like for most of my life, maybe initially as like a teenager, I've assumed that it was. Um, maybe in my head, yeah. I don't know, oldest child, um, you know, yeah, brothers farming or whatever, but like now I really know that it's, there's um, something greater. There's a greater picture happening. Yeah. And do you feel relieved now that you 
know that now that you know there's an answer to what's going on with your body or do you or has it opened up more questions for you I feel relieved in the sense that I'm not crazy yes absolutely (laughs) I feel like there's this like oh maybe I just think I have high testosterone or like the symptoms that I was having because I don't think I've had like really insane symptoms um like I've had really relatively pain-free periods except for like the first day I need to take ibuprofen um and so um yeah like I so I've been learning about like people with endometriosis which is kind of I think not quite opposite but kind of opposite of PCOS and I'm like these women must be suffering and not only are they suffering but in the book I'm reading hormone intelligence the doctor also talks about how these women often go undiagnosed for years a long time yeah and so um I kind of feel blessed in that in that it was like an under probably an underlying condition that I didn't even like I couldn't get answers yeah it was like nothing technically wrong with me like just get your weight under control which now I understand why um that has been a problem but um yeah the to go back to your original question which was was there a turning point? Well, I had broken my kneecap yes. um, in April and okay, life has just been <laughs> 2021 girl. What is going on? We were so hopeful. <laughs> Although it did start very well. We had the Bridgerton that I started my outlander obsession. I mean, yeah. there's been some obviously great positives, which we'll dive into as well. So, but yeah, now that you're putting all the pieces together, I had had my last period on March 3rd, and when I missed my period in April, I thought, well, sometimes I miss, like, one month. Okay. Um, So maybe this isn't, you know, whatever. And then when I missed it in May, I was like, this is probably my body saying, girl, you just broke your knee. We don't have time to bleed. We don't have time. We don't you have know? time. So I, so when I missed two months, I still wasn't like really concerned because I had also broken my kneecap. And yep. I was like, you oh. had this other huge thing like happening in your life. And then the, the, this was all just, oh, that's how yeah. I feel. That's how so I, feel. I did go to the doctor in, um, and I nearly had like a breakdown. <laughs> I did go to the doctor, I think in May. Um, at Prevea, I had some symptoms and okay. I, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And of course there was no answers. Um, but they were like, well, you haven't had your period. Maybe we should take a pregnancy test. And I just like kind of broke down because I didn't want to be yeah. pregnant. And I was like, oh gosh, this is going to be absolutely awful. Um, and Wait, I don't know if it was in May. Yeah, I think so. Or maybe it was before. Anyway, because I'm trying to remember if I had, maybe it was in early April. Because I'm thinking about it and I don't think my knee was broke. So it was before, right before I broke my knee, I think I went in with symptoms. Because that would have only been one month of missed period. And they took a pregnancy test and it was negative, you know. Um, And that was that. And then, yeah, I broke my kneecap. And then... So it was in, 
It was in June, I think, or end of May. I realized that it had been like almost 90 days since I had had a period. Okay. Um, and I was talking to my girl, girlfriend, Caitlin, uh, and I, we were, we had gone to Zesty's in De Pere, um, or Elway area. And I, we were sitting in the car and I was telling her, yeah, I'm just so confused. I've taken several at-home pregnancy tests. Um, maybe it's the trauma of breaking my kneecap, but I just don't know. And before I had, like me and Raymond were just like, as long as we're not pregnant, it's all good. Um, (laughs) just add that to the mix too. Just add that one right, right in there. So, um, but having that conversation in the car with her, I really, there was something in vocalizing it to another person outside of my relationship that I was like, damn, is something actually wrong? What's happening? And so I, like, I couldn't get the sensation out of my head and my body. So when I got home, it was probably like 10 PM at night. I called Teladoc. And I was like, um, what's going on? I've missed my period for three months. Should I be concerned? Um, and he's like, yeah, you probably have PCOS. Oh, he just, yeah, you probably have it. He, he's like, get in right away. Um, because it's not good for your body to not be bleeding out. You know, you could have buildup. And I was like, oh, damn. Oh, no. Then I was scared. Then I was scared. Uh, And so I went to the doctor, and it was, yeah, the the gynecologist was basically, yeah, you probably have PCOS. We're going to put you on some progesterone to force a period. Um, And then we're going to... Um, take some labs once you have your that's kind of like the process that it was Um, and I could delve even more like beyond that and like what I've experienced since then but that's like what it was for getting diagnosed oh well I'm glad you have an answer I'm glad I wish it was a different answer but I'm glad you have one now that and can start I don't know what you have to, how do you go about this now? Do you just take things for it? Is it? Yeah. Um, so I feel like we're opening a whole can of worms here. Um, oh, it's so intense. It's yeah. I totally, I totally, I totally feel you on every level. Because I feel I like, know. like I could talk for like the next half hour. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I went to, or when I went to the gynecologist, he was basically like, yeah, it's relatively like you want to have kids. It's relatively easy for women with PCOS to get pregnant, which kind of felt counterintuitive to what I had been reading. But um, he said, basically, we just put me on the pill and regulate my periods. And that would be that. Okay. And this was the consult with him before we went on vacation, before um, I had had my period, my first period. Yeah. Um, and so that was the conversation when we talked about getting my labs done. He's like, basically, the solution will be we'll put you on the pill. 
And this felt really unaligned with me. And I didn't like what he said um, because PCOS is also tied to um, diabetes and heart disease, which okay. my family. Um, and so I was, I was like, so I'm going to go on the pill, but we're not going to solve the problem. We're just going to be masking it. And eventually I'm going to have diabetes, mm-hmm. you know, and there is also the option to be put on another prescription, which is metformin. Um, helps regulate blood sugars so sometimes the pill itself isn't enough so sometimes you can do that too um but this didn't feel right for me and so I kind of wrestled with that um and I was on while I was on my vacation I've been following Dr. Aviva Ram um on Instagram somehow I found her like the Instagram world if who you follow like kind of determines <laughs> yes the algorithm so I found her and she just had was releasing a new book hormone intelligence which was coming out while I was on vacation beginning of June and so I ordered it and when I got home I started reading it and that has led to a bunch of like life changes that I could get into. The book has been extremely helpful. helpful. Um, to summarize it, um, there's some lifestyle changes that I've made that are showing progress. I've just met with a different gynecologist who I'm going to go with as like my gynecologist going forward. Um, and she was very open to like natural um, remedies and the book Hormone Intelligence gives a lot of hope on um reversing the symptoms so I don't know if you can ever say that I didn't have a PCOS diagnosis because I do um but I feel the way I'm looking at is maybe it's like cancer like cancer can go into remission yep like yeah we can reverse the symptoms of this change it around just mask it um and so my ultimate goal is to balance my hormones and to um, get my body to a place where it's producing a normal amount. Amount. Well, I love it. I love it. And it will work out. It will. It will. Is there anything else that, that you went on your trip? How was that? That was phenomenal. That was a wonderful experience. I feel like now maybe you and me could do a podcast episode about like. Sure, we could. Yes. No, you mentioned. Yes. I was like, well, maybe I should go on a trip. I have something to talk about. Um, So I think maybe we could do that. Like in an absolutely. Yeah, I love that. We can save that one for a different time. Is there anything else that's been going on in your? I think that's kind of where I'm at with the PCOS right now, that's been like my big um, thing. And I would like, I could talk more about myself, but I would love to hear, first of all, about like, I know you have a really big high. and I, I have a really big high and I have a quite a few lows. lows. Yeah. We can, we'll save the high for, <laughs> save the best for last. Okay. Um I guess, so what's really crazy is in some form, 
Priscilla and I were going through something similar. Um, about a month ago, literally actually a month ago this time, because I'm going through it again right now, because I have my menstrual cycle. Um, I, uh, I don't even know how to start this story. I guess a little bit of background info. I have normal periods. Um, I was on a pill for a couple of years, went off of it a year ago. Very thankful I did. My cycle within a few months was back to normal, doing its thing, doing what it was supposed to do, which I was very proud of my body for because um, I was worried that that was going to really screw that up. Um, but no, it, it was well. Um, my only complaint, which was part of the reason why I went on the pill in the first place, was because my cramping was horrible. And, um, you know, period cramps are not fun. You can get some really intense period cramps. But about a month ago, I was it was time around this time for me to get my period. And, um, one night, middle of the night, woke up at like two 30 in the morning in the most extreme pain I have ever felt in my life. It was like just this jabbing pain. It was, it was on my right side. Like I was cramping everywhere, but it was, there was more so this pain coming from my right side. And it was enough to cause me to wake up. And usually that does not happen. I usually get my period cramps like, it, yeah, in the morning maybe, but never to the point where it, it will wake me up. So I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really intense. Um, went to the bathroom, was sitting in the bathroom for a little bit and I felt super nauseous. So I was like, uh, okay, my grandma um, is – well, she's coming home today while I'm recording this video, but she's been in the a nursing home in our hometown um, because a few weeks prior, she her heart stopped, she fell, she had to get a heart monitor put in, broke both of her arms. Um, so she was in the nursing home for rehab. And I was there the day before this was going on and she had the flu. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe I have the flu. Maybe I just have really bad stomach cramps and I have the flu. Cause I felt super pukey. So at that point I woke up Jordan. I was like, babe, I don't know what's going on, but like, I don't feel good. I feel super nauseous, super icky. Um, I moved out to the living room and my cramping and pain was like through the roof by far the worst I've ever had in my life. I could not get comfortable. I was bawling. It was almost like, like, contractions is how I describe it. It would get super intense for a good 45, 50 seconds. And then it would kind of ease up for about a minute or two and then super intense again. And this was happening like all night long. Did not sleep. My heating pad that I had was still at my mom and dad. So I didn't have that here. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe if I like sat in the bath, that would help me for a little bit. And this was at like 4 a.m. in the morning. So I went in the bath, sat in the bath. That did help. Um, had to work that day. So I woke up, um, I, you know, showered, washed my hair, and then I got ready for work and it was still really painful. So went to work and throughout the whole day, it was just this, like, I felt super bloated. 
um, still very intense cramping and I could not get comfortable. And I was talking to my boss and I was like, something's not right. Like something is not right here. It's like, I'm supposed to be getting my period around this time. Hadn't had it that hadn't had it yet at that point. Um, and she was like, well, maybe it's your appendix. Maybe your appendix, something's going on with your appendix. Cause it was on my right side and it was coming up where my appendix was. And I, and immediately I was like, oh no, oh no. Is this what's happening to me? Oh no. So she sent me home, called my mom. Jordan was working. My mom comes and picks me up and we go right to the hospital. And I was in the ER for quite a few hours and they had to do like the CAT scan on me, all the things. Um, and my pain got so intense at one point where the woman was like, here, let, like she had to give me morphine. And then I was like super woozy on the morphine. And I was just, it was, it was so odd. So finally my test results came back, found out I have a, I think it was like a little over two centimeter. Um, they call it a corpus luteum cyst on the right side of my ovary. And with corpus luteum cysts, they are the non-invasive kind. A lot of people tend to get them. Um, For some people, they have no idea they have them. They start up every menstrual cycle. Um, And you don't, like, you don't have any symptoms. And then for other women, like myself, you get severe symptoms, severe pain, horrible. Um, And basically what happens is... I have my little thing pulled up here. Um, So after mature egg is released, the follicle shrinks into a cluster of cells that is called the corpus luteum. A corpus luteum cyst may form if the sac seals up instead of shrinking. So it will fill up with fluid causing pain. Um, Yeah. And from what I was told, (laughs) um, it should go away on its own. It might take a few menstrual cycles, um, but yeah, it will go away on its own. I think they're very common in pregnant women, um, which Lord, please don't, please don't give me this while I'm pregnant. But again, a couple nights ago, cause it's the first start of the month, which is when I get my period, woke up in extreme intense pain. And, um, cause my cyst fills up with fluid. Um, so I literally am, as I'm recording this video, I'm sitting on my bed with a heating pad that has helped me. Um, a lot and then the pain will subside. I'll go out throughout the rest of the month. A okay. And I pray, <laughs> I really pray I don't have to do it again next month and that it's done and good to go. But yeah, we're having it's a it's a grand old time over here. Um, so and as this is going on, I texted Priscilla. We were supposed to record, I think, one night. And I was like, okay, I don't, something's not right. <laughs> like, I don't feel well. Or I was in the ER. I don't even remember. Um, and that's when you told me about your PCOS. And we both were like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy, crazy ride. Although I am happy I know what's happening to me. Because when I say it's intense pain, it's, pretty bad honestly as you were describing like the very first night I would have not gone into work the next day I would have been like tears and I would have been like so I'm shocked. Jordan's like I'm shocked you did and I was like I I hate I'm not the type of person to like I always feel bad for missing work so 
Oh, I just sucked it up and did it. And then my boss was like, you look terrible. That's very American. Go, go in. She's like, go in right now. Because I was totally thinking it was going to be my appendix. I had it planned. that I was not coming home that night because I was going to go get my appendix taken out or something. Um, luckily, I did not have to do that. Yeah. But I, I'm just like impressed because I have like no pain tolerance. <laughs> so if I was in tears over the pain, we would have been going to the ER that oh, night. We would have been going. Sh- I know. I'm shocked I held off. I'm shocked I held off, but I did. So yeah. let me ask in regards to what I think I heard, it sounds like this cyst could this is a cyst that happened in your last period cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you'll have it expelled or whatever by the end of this. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and then it could happen again. Yeah. And then you similar. Mm-hmm. So did they say any solutions like how you can like help your body prevent this? Heating pads. Um, from what I'm told, it just kind of happens. It just one of those things that's common um they call it in the medical field functional like it's a functional cyst the non-functional ones are the ones that obviously cause our cause of concern this one is not um but I have a follow-up with my primary doctor and I am curious like well what happens if it doesn't go away will I have to get it something you know medically removed I have no idea um so those are all things I'm still finding out and um, hopefully, does he get to that point? Hopefully, it's done. It stops here. Um, I have been told by my doctor that what could happen is they could just shrink and just go away on their own, or that cyst will burst or rupture. And the pain for that is apparently horrible and like by far terrible. Um, my mom used to get these when she was my age. So I was like, oh my gosh, mom, why didn't you tell me this? Why didn't you give me a heads up? Come on, mom. <laughs> but one of hers at one point ruptured and she's like, it was by far the most painful, like worse than childbirth. And I was like, oh girl. I guess I'll if that happens, it. you'll know you can have a child. Cause like, well, and that's, that does give me a peace of mind, right? This was before my mom had it before me and my sister and she hadn't, I don't think any issues, uh, getting pregnant. So we'll see. Well, it sounds but, like it could be like a family related thing. I know. Craziness. Craziness. But, I mean, I just had a conversation with my grandma about like, her and my great grandma um and out of respect for my grandma I'm not going to say anything but um like I think knowing your medical history is huge especially like women's like history so I called my sisters that or one of my sister I have to call maybe I'll call my other sister too um but she's a little younger but I was like (laughs) did you know this (laughs) like we have got to be like preventative and like on defense for our reproductive absolutely absolutely so wild that we're both going through this craziness together wow i know that's when you said that to me i was like you you've got to be kidding me you've got to be kidding me um so yeah so that 
this. Like, <laughs> Come on. Your agenda. And it's not like, okay, like your ovaries aren't that big. It's a, over two centimeters, sis, on my right ovary. So I was like, yeah, I can see why that would be causing me some discomfort down there. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that that was going on. And then um, about a week after I was in the hospital or ER, um, got a phone call that my great-grandmother, um, which would be my grandma, who's in the nursing home, her mother, um, she fell and broke, was it? She fell and broke her hip. And my grandma turned 91 a couple months ago, like three months ago. Um, and so her blood levels or counts were off and they were worried to operate on her because they didn't know if she would make it for the surgery. And so, um, she, up and like has always been mentally all there all always like talk to her um she was very she's super tough cookie my great grandpa passed away was it four years ago this past year um and she and him were married for 65 years been together all their lives um and so like I know having him not around hurt her but she had enough family to like want to want to keep fighting and stay um so she fell they're waiting to operate on her because they didn't know if she would make it and then um she I, I believe she fell on a Friday this Sunday they were able to go forward with the operation was super successful she was up and walking around um and that following week I was over at my mom and dad's um in the afternoon and I had Nova with me and I asked my dad, I was like, how's grandma? Like, how's grandma doing? And he's like, she's doing really good. Literally were his words to me. She's doing super good. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. Right. 91 years old. She would be the one to like, totally, totally do this. Um, so, uh, we were sitting down talking to each other. I let Nova out to the bathroom and this is where it kind of gets like crazy. Um, a dragonfly comes and like lands like around Nova's face. It was flying around and landing in Nova's face. And in our family, um, Jordan's mom's Jordan's grandpa passed away. And we always say like, we see him in a dragonfly or he'll send signs in a dragonfly. Um, there's just all these weird like correlations between him and these dragonflies. And so I like sat there and I was like, oh, I wonder what Grandpa Joe is is visiting for. You know what I mean? Um, so I went back inside. My mom, I sat down next to my dad. Within two minutes, my mom has a four-way face call between me, my dad, my sister, and her. And um answered it my dad was sitting next to me and she was just hysterically crying and I think I knew immediately I think I knew I did I totally knew right away um she said my grandma passed away um just yeah and it all happened so fast it was like what and for a while I'm gonna try not to get emotional while I'm talking about this um but 
she was that person that was just for almost 23 years of my life was just always there. Um, I've been very extremely blessed to have grandparents um, throughout my life. I, a lot of people don't have that opportunity and I've been very blessed to have four um, or four great grandparents is what I'm trying to say uh, as well as my other like grandma and grandpas. Um, but losing her was kind of just this like um it was the end of a huge chapter for me and I struggled I'm a big struggler with change um but losing her was really like what one second she's here the next she's not here and I've lost people before but for some reason, this one by far has been the hardest um, for me to like wrap my brain around. It's been so hard for me to like think to myself, oh my gosh, I can't just, you know, drive over to see her. Um, I can't hear her talk to me or hear her laugh. And like those little things, I'm, I still obviously struggle with a lot. Um, so yeah, it's been, um, a crazy journey in terms of losing her. Um, I obviously know she's so happy where she is now. Um, and she was a big, big Christian Catholic woman. So she, um, pray the rosary every day. And I know for sure, um, she is beyond happy where she is. Um, and she's with my grandpa and all the people that have, that she lost. Um, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a hard struggle for me, you know? Um, I don't have any great grandparents left anymore. Um, and she was, definitely one of the most pivotal and influential people in my life. So to lose her, to have her be gone, especially when I'm going through, um, you know, this being engaged and all that kind of stuff, which I'll jump into in a second and not being able to go show her or go tell her all things I've been so used to doing. Um, has been super hard. So yeah, it's been, um, she passed away three weeks ago on Monday. So it's been crazy. It's still very new. Um, fortunately for me, um, like last fall, I, um, she ended up going to like an assisted living and she sold her and my grandpa's house that they lived in all their life. And my grandma, my, you know, like all of my grandma's siblings house, like my grandma and her siblings lived there. I grew up going there my entire life. Ironically, it's a street over from my house now. Um, so I get to drive past it every day. But when they were moving out, I, we all got to do a walkthrough, a final walkthrough and just kind of look and see if there's anything we wanted. Um, and I took 
a huge pile of her hinkies and these like three blue floral pins and I was like oh my gosh how special would this be um to save for when I get married and I saved them they were in a little bag and um gosh it'll be two weeks now um this coming week Jordan uh took that little bag and he used them in his proposal to me so we got engaged like it'll be two weeks on Monday or no two weeks on Sunday um so everything has kind of been full circle but when I saw those hankies and those blue floral pins um yeah it was truly one of the most um special and most amazing moments of my entire life and I know my grandma and my grandparents my grandpa and all those I've lost um were there for that and I could totally feel them during that moment which made it you know 10 times even more emotional um but yeah so we got engaged and we're already jumping full full force into wedding planning it's been so crazy um because all I've ever known our entire relationship is just us dating and now um he's no longer my boyfriend he's my fiance and soon he'll be my husband so yeah it's been um it's been a journey and we are both very 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 excited and I will still um, incorporate all my grandma's hankies and her little hearth something blue on my wedding day. So yeah, it's, it's been a super wild, crazy ride to say the least. So, and here we are, here we are. Yeah. Wow, Madison, thank you so much. I know. Much. <laughs> like, taking time to even be able to talk about something so raw and fresh and um grief and loss only three weeks ago like yeah it's really hard to talk about so so soon so thank you for that and also I love how like I don't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> yeah. of your great grandma. Um, but I love how um, bittersweet and ultimately Absolutely. just sweet it is like how you're able to merge this, this story of all this pain to such a, such a beautiful, beautiful. your engagement. Yep. Um, yep. So beautiful. Um, and congratulations yes. on your Thank engagement. You. <laughs> so crazy. It feels so good and crazy and weird at the same time that it's finally after almost eight years of being patient and praying for it and waiting. Mm. Um, yes. So here. now I have questions about yeah. your engagement. So talk to me about the ring. I know that we even took time on a podcast. I don't know if you can yes. see it. It's beautiful. Talk to me about it. Everything that you wanted. Cause I know you like were 
giving me all this ring education. <laughs> um, so my ring is I he couldn't have picked like the most perfect ring. Um, something I really wanted. I was torn in the beginning between like having the halo, having that, you know, modern or today's ring look. Um or having something super timeless and elegant and something that doesn't really, I don't know if aging is the correct term. Um, but I, at the very end, I was like, you know what? I want it to be something that um, kind of stands the test of time a little bit. It just, I want it to be simple yet super elegant in it. it I want it to to pop somehow. Um, so my band is super skinny and, um, there's just a big diamond on the, as my center. Um, and then what he did was he incorporated little, I don't know if you can really see it, but there's stones on my head. Um, so there's diamonds coming up each prong and then I have stones going like all the way around it. Um, so definitely going to have to get a closer in-person look. you will yeah um but yeah so he I I saw it honestly I didn't even when he asked me I was so taken back by my grandparents hankies that I don't even think I really paid too much attention to the ring um and what he did was he asked me and um my dance, the dance studio, I grew up dancing in, in the dance studio, my cousins dance in today and the dance studio, my goddaughter dances in today. And, um, it was a place that means so much to me for so many reasons, not just because dance was a huge part of my life growing up, but also because, um, that was my getaway place when my dad was sick. Um, Oh, I had dance on Monday. That was my sanctuary to just decompress. Um, and, you know, there's just so many wonderful memories. I dance with my cousins in there. Um, yeah, just so many wonderful memories. And when he pulled up in front of the dance studio, I looked at him and I was like, right now, like this is happening right now. Um, and he said, yep. And so I walked in, my sister had it all gorgeously decorated. Um, one of my good friends takes photos. He was there because Abby was there filming it. And at first I just saw Sophie Preston and Abby and then, um, went up to, I guess the, the big, um, aisle part where Jordan asked me and saw my grandparents hankies and just like, um, he got down on one knee. He asked me, uh, funnily a fun fact as he was coming up both of us like we're going in to hug each other and he like we knocked each other right in the face um for finally it's going away I had a nice big like bruise right under my eyebrow <laughs> um so yeah that's finally getting better um and then right after he asked and I said yes all of our parents and siblings came out from the dance closet they were hiding in the dance closet and so it was just this super special intimate meaningful thing and couldn't have done it 
I don't think any better than what he did. So yeah, we're, we still feel so happy and on cloud nine and it's crazy. We're like, Oh my gosh, we're going to be married soon. It's such a crazy thing. So yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. And that is like so romantic and so hallmark. He did what I, and honestly, those of you that know Jordan, he's always been that way through our entire relationship. Like he did a promposal for me and it was like top of the nine and everyone's like, oh gosh, I can't wait to see what he would do one day if he ever asked you to, to marry him. And sure enough, you know, that's such a Jordan, um, thing. So. Can I ask how Jordan knew that it was like the right time, even though you had like gone through everything with your grandma well um, pretty well he was um planning this from what I heard like weeks months before my grandma passed away um and a few weeks before leading up to the engagement he was telling me that he was going to take me on a date um that Saturday in Kiwani and the dance studio was in Kiwani and I had a feeling like he was going to do it around home. And so um, I was like telling like all my friends, <laughs> I was like, Saturday, it's going to be Saturday. Saturday's the day. And um, Saturday rolls around and I woke up that morning. I was like, I'm getting proposed to today. I'm getting proposed to today. And so I was like, let me see if I can like mess with him a little bit. So I said, Jordan, what if we went and got sushi and like saw a movie? You know, we haven't been to a movie theater since before COVID, which is a really long time. I was like, let's go do that. And he literally looked at me and he's like, okay, sure. And I was like, no, this is not, this is not part of the plan. This is not what I thought in my head. And so (laughs) I was super thrown off um, that whole day. And then when it got time for us to like go on our date, I, he mentioned something I asked him, I was like, so like, would you have, like, whenever you asked me, like, would you have our families involved? And he kind of got really quiet. And that night my parents were up in Madison babysitting my, my little baby cousin, Flora, my mom's youngest brother's daughter. Uh-huh. And they weren't home. And he looked at me and he's like, well, yeah, like I was thinking that. So then I, immediately I was like thrown off, like, okay, this clearly isn't the day because my parents aren't home. Um, you're, you're taking me now to sushi lover to green Bay to go get sushi. I was so thrown off and I started to cry. I was like, I, I had such these high expectations and I started to cry and he's like, Oh babe. And I was like, I just, I've been so patient. And I like, like, I really thought I feel, I was like, I feel really silly. I was like, I, I really thought today was going to be the day. And I sat and I bawled for a good hour on the chair in our living room. And he gave me the biggest hug and smooch and kiss on the, on the forehead. He's like, Madison, he's like, I just want to want to let you know this is all part of the plan. And he's like, and I also want to let you know that your parents, as well as my parents and our siblings know that tonight you probably would be shedding a few tears. So they were all in on it the whole time that he was going to like make it seem like he's proposing to me that day and then end up not proposing to me that day. And so after that, I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm not even going to inquire any further. Um, I was so sad. (laughs) (laughs) like so sad um 
And then the next day was Father's Day. My sister calls me up and is like, hey, let's get dressed up. Let's take a picture with dad. And I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. I was in such a grumpy mood. I was so <laughs> bummed. Um, she's like, no, Madison, like, let's just get, put something nice on and let, we can stop and go see grandma, my grandma who's in the uh, nursing home and um, get a nice photo with dad for Father's Day. And I was like, fine. And my grandma's nursing home is in Kiwani. So naturally, we drove out to Kiwani and then um instead of being need to see my grandma he parked in front of the dance studio and that's how the whole thing um played out and so I was like oh you you really have me thrown off he's like I really just wanted to tell you like hold on just a few more hours but I couldn't say that and I was like oh goodness yeah so I had a nice little crying fit uh for an hour and then a few hours later I guess the next day I got engaged so I mean I understand why we're like this but I also (laughs) (laughs) I know (laughs) I know I know uh because I didn't like it wasn't the same like I'm very proud of Jordan for like sticking to his guns and like not cracking um but I don't know if I told you like what happened, how I found out that Raymond had picked up the ring for me. No, like so maybe it, you did, but refresh. Um, so we had been talking, we had been dating um, like a year and a half and he had been talking about it or we had talked about it loosely because when we, when we had first started dating, we had talked about do, getting married and um. I had created a list of like what I wanted for yeah. the ring. Oh wait, 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 wait! Is this the story of when you yes. like had a list of what you wanted or something, and you he he ha- already had it? Yeah, and you're like, no, this yeah. is what I wanted that's or something the, like that. That's what I did. Is like him and my sister actually went on Black Friday to get the ring, and then like right before yeah. Christmas, I was like, oh, I really want to go ring shop. Yes, yes, and this I is what it was. I broke up. He's like, I can't go to more than two ring stores. I can't do it. This is what it was. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Why? <laughs> I feel like right when they're about to do it, we like got to mm-hmm. sabotage. Got to root. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah. That's so funny. I'm glad he like stuck to his guns, and he. To be fair, him and your family must really know you that they do. We're going to break Madison. <laughs> I actually think him and my mom, like he was being super suspicious. He was like hiding his phone from me. I could see he was texting my sister weeks, days leading up to this. And so I, that's why I was like, okay, it's happening Saturday, right? Like it's happening Saturday. Um, but I saw him texting my mom that Saturday night when I was crying. Um, my mom asked, asked like, texted him like how is she doing is she okay like and Jordan's like yeah a few a few tears were definitely shed and my mom's like oh I knew it (laughs) I was like oh my gosh you're also horrible you're also horrible um (laughs) my mom said something like she's definitely my child or something like something like that I was like oh my gosh you guys April Fool's prank like you should have been engaged on April 2nd because what they did to you was kind of could you imagine? Could you imagine? Huh. So, yeah, now I'm engaged. Um, wedding planning's been 
fun. Um, yeah. Do you have any ideas, like, what you're going to do for the wedding? Um, we are getting, well, we want to get married. Our biggest issue right now is our guest list. <laughs> um, cause I just want it to be people who know us. Like, I don't want it to really, I know I'm going to lose at this fight. Um, but it's so hard with Jordan's dad owning a business and knowing everyone and everybody. Um, so yeah, just finding a fit, a place that fits everybody with our list. Um, has been a treat and um, I mean I got like all the other kinks and that kind of squared away so yeah it's I can see why it's overwhelming let's just say that I can see why there's a stressor that comes with it and I totally already feel that yeah so um do you have a date picked out we have a date I don't know if I want to share it publicly yet okay okay that's but we do have a date we do have a date and it's a lot sooner than I had planned. So, <laughs> which is why I think I'm feeling all the overall because now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm on this. I'm on a, a, a you got to get her done. Time crunch a little bit. We got to, we got to do this. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. The last month before my wedding planning was, super stressful I tied like all the loose ends and it was like I was so stressed oh my gosh I'm not ready for it (laughs) I'm not ready for that but yeah so you can get done now like the less you'll less stress there and also like um just know that you probably have to like do some forgiving of your family because yeah. I don't know, like, a single wedding where someone in your family doesn't make you want to go nuts. or uh, Yeah. And it will probably be the person you wouldn't expect. Least expect it to come going to, like, lose it. And you're going to be like, why the drama? Oh, my goodness. I, we, I am going dress shopping tomorrow with my mom. We scheduled an appointment um, in the morning. So... I'm nervous for that, that I am a little nervous for, but (sighs) so yeah, it's been again, a journey. Yes. And that's, and this is where we've been the last few weeks. (laughs) Not that we needed to give an explanation. Yeah, true. True. But now everyone has an explanation. Has an explanation. Like why we went dark. Yes, we got a little dark for a moment for us. <laughs> it's been a journey. So, uh, yeah. is there anything else you want to share before we? Um... Mm, I think that pretty much wraps up our crazy. Yeah. Our craziness. Craziness for yeah. sure. We'll have to do a travel, po- travel, travel podcast. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And then, yeah, see where things go, um, you know, and what we want to do for this mm-hmm. podcast going forward. We do have an episode pre-recorded. Um, it's going to be pretty awesome for everyone listening. Yes, we are very excited for this one. Yeah. It was a great conversation to have and a very powerful yeah. story. We ha- so we had a guest on, and so we're going to keep you in the dark about that um, yeah. until next week. But just wanted to 
share that um we're really excited about that and now you we wanted to catch you all up before we release that absolutely so you were wondering like what the heck it just so all right i think that's that's for me thanks for listening and um if you made it this far thanks for what i don't even know if enjoying is the right word thanks for listening to our crazy adventure these last two weeks hopefully which i know it's not gonna get any better because i'm gonna be (laughs) super stressed (laughs) um hopefully you know nothing too crazy continues to happen to us so fingers crossed all right bye everybody bye Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk Talk soon. soon. So your host next week? Heck yeah. Can't wait.